This podcast replay is brought to you by Cutter's Edge Total Landscape Solutions. With decades of experience here in South Florida, Cutter'sEdge.com provides fantastic results. Call 954-472-0622. Roddy! Good morning, boys and girls. Welcome aboard and time to rock and roll on a beautiful Monday. I hope you all are doing well. Hope you're feeling good. I know I'm feeling good because I'm watching that crypto market take off. Yeah, baby. 26,000 today. All right. Bitcoin's hit 25 a couple times and then it's gone back a little bit. And today it's going to it's going to hit 26. Watch. It's about to hit 25 right now. But today I think it starts to take a, another stage forward. And uh, we can thank our friends in Asia. Uh, for doing all of that, because that's where that that's where this pump is coming from. Anyway, welcome aboard, folks. Time to have some fun here on the program. Not a lot going on, obviously. We had uh, the All-Star Weekend out there, so uh, I don't know how many of you watched it. I, I got to say something. I got to I want to thank um, YouTube because YouTube allows me to not have to watch something. And, you know, I could DVR it and then start fast forwarding, but YouTube condenses it for me and I'm just able to watch it right after, which is just an absolutely beautiful thing, man. <laughs> you know, So uh, I saw the McClung kid, the Mac McClung kid win the uh, dunk contest. So that was uh, that was uh, it's it's a cool little story for him, man. I mean, I mean, the guy made 100 grand. Uh, off of that so you know it's uh, it's a cool thing so uh, not a lot going on obviously Panthers lost on Saturday today at one o'clock uh, when we get off the air they'll they'll be on uh, rocking and rolling and taking on the the Ducks to play a bad team so hopefully they can pick up a victory because the Predators kicked their ass on uh, on Saturday as they uh, continue to waffle there at the bottom of the uh, standings and trying to sneak into the playoffs we'll see what ends up happening there so we've got all of that uh richard belzer passes away law and order comedian scarface uh all kinds of uh stuff uh with richard uh passes away at the age of 78 i saw that uh, over the weekend uh we did have our crypto bro show uh on saturday and I'm, I'm thinking about now uh starting to do a few of them a week now and adding a, a few more uh, I appreciate it if you haven't seen uh, and or either watched or listened to the episode because you get the options of watching my ugly puss uh, talk about it. Or uh, if you want to listen to it, you can do that, too, uh, on uh, on on the uh, on the platform. So you've got all those options. I gave you my crypto picks of the week. And uh, we talked about uh, Polygon, Chainlink, uh, Ethereum, Bitcoin. Uh, talked about some of the big boys and the moves that uh, they're expected uh, to make. So we've got all of that going on. So if you want to uh, check out the crypto show or the crypto segments, which uh, Sean uh, did a great job of breaking some of them up on the video side. So that way, you know, short attention span, folks, or you just don't have a lot of time on your hands and you just want to catch a quick segment. You can do that like you do with our regular show. So we've got all of that going on, which is a beautiful thing. What else do we have going on? We've got some stuff in football. We've got the Heat uh, making two acquisitions. Um, and let, let's uh, let's get into it a little bit with the Miami Heat. Obviously, the Heat 
um, having uh, what I guess what we call by their standards uh, a mediocre season. It's not really a good team. But I will say this. The Kevin Love acquisition makes sense. Okay? You don't have to give up anything. He's a free agent. So it's a great move for the Heat overall. Is it going to put you over the top? No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, but what it's going to do is it's going to fill a need that you have that is really bad. You don't have power, real power forwards. You need some help in rebounding. You need some help on defense. And you certainly need help in the three-point area because you just don't have enough people that are able to shoot the three. And you certainly don't have guys his size that can shoot the three. So it's an element that you're adding. The Cody Zeller thing, I get it. You know, another big body, a veteran guy. You're coming down the stretch. You need experience. You need some toughness. So you get one of those blue-collar guys that can help you out in the boards and a little defense. And that's kind of who he is, a role player. He's probably right now a better role player than Orlando Robinson or Dwayne Dedman was or something along those lines. And remember, you're getting your saving back, too. So I, I don't know how much, you know, that that Cody might be an insurance to, to your, your saving. You know what I'm saying? And so that's probably why you signed a guy like that, because even if he doesn't end up playing because Yurt comes back and looks good and you're going to roll with your own guy first. So I almost get a feeling like Zellner's kind of a, an insurance policy more than anything else. But the guy, they're remember, they don't have a, a big rotation. So they've got most of the guys. You're only going to add an element or two, possibly. And so that's why the Zellner thing, I think it's kind of, it's either or. You know, Yurt comes back fine, then it'll be Yurt with love. If, if Yurt doesn't come back from that foot surgery and doesn't look himself and is not able to rebound, because one thing you know Yurt Saban can do is rebound. He has the skill set to shoot. Like, you see it there. It's there. It, it needs to be polished and worked on. But he doesn't have an ugly shot. Like, there, there's something there. You could see it, right? You know? So, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Now, again, the, this team is what they are. They're, they're, the, nothing changed here. You know, it just ha it might have a little more chemistry. It might be slightly a little better but it's not really going to make a big-time difference that it should result into a deep run in the East. You know, unless the, the our only saving grace as Heat fans, let's just let's be honest, okay? It's if they turn it on and play like they haven't played all year. That's all. Like, they've been saving it, which sounds ridiculous, of course. But that's, that's like, and that really sounds crazy that that would be the case, because it's not. Okay. <laughs> they're, they're not saving shit. They're not going anywhere. You know what I'm saying? But uh, that that's it. I, I just don't see much hope in this team because you have – it's poorly constructed. There's just too many two-point shooters on this team. They have to struggle to score. And it's just, you know, that's not good enough unfortunately you know what i'm saying so nice move getting kevin love i understand the zellner insurance backup slot all that stuff uh heat by the way are off till friday when they take on the bucks but we'll see what happens i i just 
I can't sit here and tell you that I'm excited about the heat or the prospects of the heat. I, I, I just, there isn't any proof right now that would get me excited. I'm just, listen, I'll be happy that at least they make the playoffs. And we can't take that for granted because every city in the NBA doesn't get to do that all the time. And under Pat Riley, you know, I don't know how long he's been here exactly now. But what, in the last, let's say, 25 years, you probably made the playoffs 22 times, you know, 23 or something. You, you rarely ever miss the playoffs. Uh, I'm, I'm good. I'm good, you know. And, and they'll, they'll figure it out. They've made a lot of bad decisions. I've said it many times already. All right. I'm not saying for Riley to quit or fire him or Mickey sell a team, but those two, they need to turn it up. They they've 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 been on a mediocre streak and and Eric Spolster has been bailing their asses out for a while. Um, they need to do better in, in the next couple of years here as they try to hopefully rebuild this team up and get some of these too many old people, too many old contracts you you cannot tie yourself down to that many that many players like that and that kind of money too uh let's go to the roll call steve chapman is in the house says all-star game was tough to watch i lasted about five minutes gotta do what i do steve go to youtube wait for them to put together the condensed highlights and then you just watch it real quick within minutes and you're done uh brian walters is in the house and he does remind everybody to smash the hell out of the like button it's very important very important that you smash the hell out of the like button visit our amazing sponsors brian ratke is in the house rick d man is in the house steven gonzalez is in the house Two a time. I was so sports starved last night. I tried to watch the NBA All Star game and lasted about ten minutes. Yeah, no, I, I, I didn't even, I didn't bother to watch the game. I didn't watch anything. I just watched uh, the the condensed highlights real quick of the three point contest, of the dunk contest, and uh, oh, and the DK Metcalf stuff. And that's it. I didn't see anything. I didn't watch one second of the All Star. I don't watch the Pro Bowl. I don't watch the NBA All-Star game. I don't watch the NHL All-Star game. The only game I watch is the baseball All-Star game. It's the only one I watch. It's the only one worth watching. All the other games are a joke. It's it's just not worth it. Um, Kyle Cockrell is in. Mr. X. Alex Palenzuela. Brian Ratke says, Crypto Bro Show is awesome for me. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. Thank you for checking it out. And we're... And we're taking kind of a, um, you know, um, an early uh, investor's approach. So I'm trying to explain things like if everybody's a newbie at this. And that's kind of the way I want to do it because there's a lot of people, most people are going to be new, you know, to crypto. They're not going to be seasoned veterans and things like that. So I'm trying to do it that way. So thank you very much. The downloads were terrific this weekend. The audio downloads. Video not so good yet. We got to pick up the video uh, views on that one. But um, the audio side, uh, a lot of you are downloading it. So thank you very much. I appreciate that immensely. Rosendo uh, says, uh, happy, uh, good morning, Big O Nation. Happy President's Day. Trust in God completely. No matter the situation, lean on his understanding, not yours. He, is, uh, he guides your steps this week and always. By the way, uh, old Joe is in uh, 
is in um what's it called in ukraine how about that deadbeat joe made it out to ukraine hanging out with Zelensky. uh lisa rose is in the house omar lopez george cuello heat is back big o uh ritter is in the house dj galaga is in the house uh there we go the wayne d experience frankie fresco says what do you think i like the new uh inter unis they're cool they're cool i'm good with them nothing wrong with it i'm, I'm looking forward to the season man you know uh, Christopher wants to know who are whom who are our guests today. Uh, Cameron Wolf, uh, Ira Winderman first, and Cameron Wolf will be joining us. Andy Barons, we move to tomorrow. Okay. Uh, morning. Uh, what are your thoughts on Eric Bieniemy? Big O, did you get to watch uh, Wingfield's interview with Fangio? Yes, I saw it. Uh, a good interview, mostly. You know. Um, mostly uh generic answers but he the, i did like that he said he uh he he designed a couple of new coverages that he's uh try, you know dying to uh, try so the, he was always working already and then there was one other nugget uh in that interview so there was a couple of nuggets in that interview that were pretty good uh from it but overall kind of the answers you expect you know from the coach uh overall but listen man I, i'm just glad they got him that's all I'm just glad they got it. George says, Big O, I need your cash app. Well, Cash Big O Show. That's Cash Big O Show on Cash App or Venmo if you guys want to make a donation. Remember, Bitcoin donations are always welcomed. So, but there you go. Cash App or Venmo, Cash Big O Show. Thank you, George. Tim Supley is in. Uh, I know it does not matter, but you can you articulate on why the Tua canceled the interviews? Um, yeah, I, I, we talked a little bit about it. Big O, good morning. When you smash the like button for rebroadcast, this, yes, yes, yeah. If you haven't hit the like button and it's and it's white and it's empty inside, that's you want to color it in, man. Every time, any video you go to, do it. Now, it's not live. The recorded ones, all that. Hell yeah, man. Hit the like button everywhere on all the replays, whatever you're watching. Yes, please. Definitely. We need it. It's very, very important. It's a, it's an amazing thing that you're doing for all of us. Um, good morning, Big O and everyone. It's from Kane's Dolphins. Uh, Tim Supley wants to sign one of the Edmonds boys. Lots of people do. We'll find out if they become available. Big O, did you pick a winner already for the boxing event? No, I have not. I have not. I will do that today. And uh, we are giving away. All right, here we go. I'm going to get into uh, the Eric Bieniemy thing in a second. But let's get into some of the giveaways. We've got five pairs of tickets for the Drone Race League. Okay? Uh, for those of you that, uh, that saw our interview, I think it was Thursday, if I'm correct, right? Uh, Thursday, we had Alex Vanover on from the Drone Racing League. And the Drone Racing League is going to have their event at Lone Depot Park. And that will be on February 25th, if I'm correct, right? I, I'm pretty sure I'm correct here. Let me, let me make sure that I am. Yes, February 25th 
will be at the drone will be at Lone Depot Park, the Drone Racing League. I've got five pairs of tickets. DM me on Twitter at Big O Show or on Instagram, Big O Radio Show, and tell me why you want to go with somebody to the Drone Racing League on the 25th. Then we've also got a two pairs of tickets that we're going to give away for the boxing event on February 24th at Hialeah Park. But then we've also got a twist. We're also going to give away a pair of uh, buffet tickets. The buffet is awesome. Sean will attest that the buffet is awesome. It's the reason why he'll be there on the 24th. He's there more for the buffet than the boxing. Let's just be honest. And I don't blame him because the buffet is delicious. So we've got a pair, a couple pair of tickets. We're going to give away more in the, at the end of the week here. But we've got a couple of pairs. Now, here's the thing. In order to win the buffet passes, Hialeah Park has either 700 plus, 800 plus, or 900 plus machines inside their building. How many? You got to take a guess. The person closest to the exact number will win a pair of buffet passes. So there you go. If multiple people are tied, then we will pick a winner out of, you know, those, that group. Uh, that's what we'll do. So it'll be a raffle either way because, I don't know, two of you go 777 and it's 778. Well, you know, then we've got to pick between you two. So we'll make a little raffle between the two winners and, and we will contact you. Again, DM me, Big O Show on Twitter. Big O Radio Show on on uh, Instagram, okay? Do not tweet me. Let's not cloud, you know, cl uh, clutter the timeline. DM me, okay? Instagram, Big O Radio Show. Twitter, Big O Show, okay? For that. And then we've got, what's, uh, what's the other thing? I've got something else to give away now. DRL tickets, boxing tickets. Damn it. What else do I know? I have something else to give away, bro. Oh, yes. Youth fair passes. Forgot. So we got that too. Um, you can start that. I will not do today. Uh, I'm going to do today and tomorrow. I'll do the DRL and the, and the boxing. So get it in in the next 48 hours here. Make your guess and all that stuff if you want to win the buffet tickets. Um, and, and and by the way, um, the buffet tickets with the boxing tickets, okay, if you happen to win the boxing tickets without the buffet, don't tell me you're not going then, okay? We're, we're not going to – because if you do that and you don't pick up the tickets because you didn't win the buffet tickets – um, I'll just keep your name and, and exclude you from all drawings from here on out. Just so you'll know. Okay. So don't sign up for the boxing tickets. If you don't want to go to the boxing tickets, if you don't want to go. Okay. If you're just trying to win the free food and you don't win the free food, but you win the pair of tickets and you don't use them, there'll be a price to pay. Just want you to know that. Okay. Just so you'll know. Okay. Cause if you want to be a dick, then I'll be a bigger dick. That's usually, that's the, you know, like I had a guy today go to me, hey, oh, what? No more sports tweets. And I'm like, dude, 
check the timeline. There's lots of sports tweets. There's one blowing up of Eric Bieniemy that I talked about. I, I just tweeted out Cameron Wolf's uh, conversation with myself. You know, uh, whatever, all kinds of stuff. But yeah, there's there's uh, crypto there. There's music. There's Richard Belzer. There's dogs. There's there's a life. Uh, maybe some politics so I can have fun at, you know, Joe Biden or, or Trump's expense or something like that. Sure. If I have a shot at taking uh, a shot at some of the, the deadbeats that we put in office for sure, I'm going to do that too. I'm surprised deadbeat Joe made it all the way to Ukraine, bro. I, I saw, I saw Zelensky like walking extra slow just for him anyway. So, um, no, it, it's just like, you know, what do you want, bro? You want dense radio? You want dense Twitter? It's just Neanderthal sports? Uh, no, that's not who I am. You know, our show's a little bit more than just that. So you're, you're going to get sports, but you're going to get a little life, and you're going to get music, and you're going to get all kinds of things. And if, if you haven't figured that out about me, you know, I can't, I can't really help you. Anyway... Um, big away, big O, those giveaways never comes to me. I won your super sand enchantment forest giveaway, and the parade of the giveaway never gave crap. What, um, uh, too extreme, they were there. You didn't take advantage. If you want them, the tickets were at the will call. If you didn't go, that's your problem, not mine. But the Santa's enchanted forest tickets were there. We gave away plenty of them, so you know, but that's all right. Big O, how is Trump a deadbeat? Uh, they're all deadbeats. Oh, no, Trump is a criminal more than a deadbeat, actually. He's a piece of crap more than he is a deadbeat. He's a cheater more than he is a deadbeat. What more? You, you need me to add more adjectives? He's a loser. He constantly loses. He loses to deadbeats like Joe Biden and, and Hillary. He lost to Hillary, dude. He lost by 3 million votes to sorry-ass Hillary. You know how pathetic it is to lose to Hillary? Yeah, yeah. So Trump's a king-size loser, my brother. So there you go. Uh, I, I hope that was clear enough for you, John Campbell. Uh, anyway, yes, prayers for President Carter. Yes. But he is 94. He's a pretty good man to live 94. You are you are you're killing it bro living it to 94 that is awesome anybody once you get to the 70s i think you're blessed once you get to the 80s you're like you're a stud once you get to the 90s you're playing with house money man i mean seriously it's pretty strong and and you know the best thing for for jimmy he he did so many good things for people you know, he was the ultimate philanthropist. And that's the one thing about Carter's life post-presidency, the impact he made. Just he never stopped working for other human beings, which was the amazing part of Jimmy Carter. I'll tell you that. You got to give him credit for that. Uh, Richard Belzer had a great range as a star. He was funny as a comedian and as munch on Law and Order. He was awesome. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I Obviously, I'm... I'm a little older than and then a lot of the people watching and listening. So at 56, I got to enjoy him coming up as a comedian, you know? So that's kind of where I remember him most. 
You know, I know the Law and Order fans are going to remember him that way. I, I'm I'm a Law and Order guy. Like I, if I run into an episode and I'm not watching anything, and I'll stop and okay, let me. And I'm I'm uh, the episode's about a quarter in. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what's going on and then I watch it to the end and then I just go channel surf somewhere else. That's the law and order fan that I've always been. I've never been the guy that was religiously watching it and can tell you about all the characters and all that. It's when I would run into law and order, it's because I'm not watching anything else at the moment. I'm just going to finish out the final half hour of the show or something like that, you know, that kind of stuff. So I can't necessarily say, you know, so it's uh it's all good oh man uh john campbell says you're still my number one big o well you know thank you my brother hope you have better decisions on the on the on the political side uh big o are you a cheech or a chong fan uh i'm a ray dong chong fan how about that there you go Instead of Cheech or Chong, let's go with Ray Don Chong. All right? Too funny. You guys are a trip. All right, I'll get into some of the stuff that you guys asked about after Ira, because we're going to run into, uh, uh, I can't get into the BNME stuff. And what was the other thing you guys asked me about? Uh, I'll get into a couple of those questions on the other side after uh after Ira. Yes, sir, Sean. I'm sorry to jump in like this, and uh, but I don't know if you're going to see uh, Iris saying he's tomorrow at 1030. He talked to you. Oh, it is. Oh, oh, my bad. My bad. That's right. He is Tuesday. My bad. All right. So let's get into Eric. Bien sorry, I didn't want to okay. interrupt. I was waiting to get to a no, blow it. So. That's fine. I'm sorry. If there's one thing I can do is talk. I don't. I don't have. I don't worry uh, at all about that. So, uh, you know, uh, let's let's. I, I love talking about an MVP, a Cutter's Edge MVP, because when we talk about a Cutter's Edge MVP, we're talking about somebody that you've got to admire. Okay, and it is time for our Cutter's Edge MVP. Who's last night's MVP? For your complete landscape solutions anywhere in South Florida, there's only one MVP. CuttersEdgePro.com. Here's our CuttersEdgePro.com MVP of the night. All right, all right, all right. There it is. All right, let's get into my MVP. And this one's going to be kind of uh, a, um, a curveball at you. Because it wasn't about a game last night. It was about Eric Bieniemy. That's my MVP. And Eric Bieniemy has, uh, has taken the job for the Washington Commanders to be the offensive coordinator. I almost said Redskins. I, I swear. I almost said it. Um, I, I still have to get used to it. And so for the Washington Commanders, he is going to become the offensive coordinator. And it's an interesting uh, reaction that uh, people had. Oh, why is he taking? Oh, he should have stayed in Kansas City. And I got to tell you something. You know, there are times that you have to find out about yourself. And the worst thing in the world is to live with regrets. 
oh man, I didn't do this. What if I did this? What if, and, and then you, and then you sit back and we all live with regrets. You live with them. I live with them. We all have all kinds of regrets that we live with and they get piled in our memory. They get piled in our history and it's things that we wish we would have done things. We wish we would have tried things. We regret. We didn't try opportunities. We had, you know, and I'll give you one for me. Uh, the dot-com thing. I had an opportunity to make a lot of money back in the dot-com, um, craze when it hit and I missed out on it. And so for me, a lot of what's going on with crypto, I think it's kind of my second chance to take advantage of something that I think is going to be just absolutely, you know, a way of life for us. So that's my regret, you know, dot com. And um, it, it's uh, like me we have many things we could have done, things we could have tried, all that kind of stuff. The easiest thing is to stay in a comfort zone. The easiest thing in life is not to take on challenges. But if you're afraid to take on challenges, then you'll never succeed. And by the way, all success is fed off of failure. Everyone. Okay? The guy that opens up a business, that was probably his third business before it became successful. The man or woman that learned how to ride a bike probably fell off that bike a bunch of times before. Uh, you learned how to drive clutch. You probably burned your first clutch in the process of learning how to do it. It doesn't matter what it is in life. You're going to fail before you succeed. Right? You're going to be pain. You're going to be a. You're going to be an artist, right? Your first painting is going to suck. But it's going to get better and then better and better because you have a skill set that you are sharpening. And so all, every bit of success, Michael Jordan was cut from his JV team. Cut. At, he was cut at the high school level. At the JV high school level. And one of the things about failure is it, it, I think it all depends on the person. How do you look at failure? Do you look at it like, okay, oh, woe is me? Or do you look at it like, okay, what happened here? Why didn't it work out for me? Okay, this is why it didn't work out for me. Okay, so now this is what I've got to do next time. Because you've got to use your failure as a lesson, not a detriment to try to become successful. You can't use a failure and then give up and say, well, nah, you know, it didn't work out. I couldn't do it. So Eric Bieniemy could easily stay with Andy Reid, the culture of Kansas City, keep running the offense under his shadow, not really getting any of the credit, no matter how much Andy Reid gives you credit, we're not going to give the credit to Nagy or to Peterson or to any of those people until you go out on your own. Because until then, you're under the incredible umbrella that is Andy Reid. So if you want to grow on your own, 
then you've got to go out on your own. And you've got to take that chance. And if he fails, then so be it. But he will not live with the regret that he didn't try. And I listen, I get it. Daniel Snyder, Washington, terrible organization. I get all of that, man. You know, I tried to um, I tried to put together a um, a radio format with somebody that, you know, pretty much is a is an absolute deadbeat in this business, has zero talent and obviously didn't have what it takes to be an owner. But I tried. What am I going to do? It failed. OK, what am I going to go cry in a corner and forget about it? No, dude, I'll learn from that like I did. And then I move on to the next thing. That's it. Sean and I did a couple things before we did this that it didn't go well. So what are we going to do? Cry in a corner and well, woe is me and oh, bullshit, dude. We move on to the next challenge. We learn, which, by the way, I did. I learned from some of those. And then I added elements that helped this show take off even more. And it's been, you know, successful enough that we can make a living from it and we could do it every single day. I mean, life is you're 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 gonna you're gonna have setbacks. And you gotta find a way to overcome. But what you don't wanna be is a person living with regrets. What you don't wanna be is a person who never tried to be the best that they could be. Because Eric Bieniemy might become one hell of a head coach, but he wasn't going to become a head coach in the position he was in under Andy Reid. So now he has to leave and leave that shadow and now develop it on his own in Washington. And so now he's got to, if he goes there and proves that he can develop an offense and a quarterback or maximize an offense, even if the quarterback is not necessarily ideal, but somewhat limited, people will then credit him. And then he'll then they'll say, okay, this guy proved that he's a hell of a coach. Let me get him now as a head coach. But you'll never get there if you don't take the chance. And I commend him. He's my MVP because he is what the American dream is all about. You got to go out. You got to kick doors down. Sometimes you're not going to get the best position available. Sometimes you're not going to get the best time slot available. You know? That's just kind of the way this business goes, right? In my business sometimes. Sometimes you're not going to work with the best companies. Sometimes you're going to work with companies that don't have any money, owners that may not have any money, owners that don't know what the hell they're doing, companies that are, you know, doing, trying to sell the business, so they're trying to cut every corner possible. These are things that you have to live with. Sean knows he's worked in places where they don't have any resources, and yet they're asking you to go do your job. And it's like, oh, wait a minute, dude, you're not providing us any resources. You got to do it. You got to try to overcome. No, nothing is perfect in life. And I'm sure many of you have taken jobs where the environment wasn't perfect, but you found a way to thrive. You found a way to make it better. You found a way to make yourself better. And then you use it as a stepping stone to go somewhere else. I'm proud of Eric Bieniemy. I don't know if he's going to succeed there or not. I'm not sure about that. But I am proud of him that he is willing to take the chance and go on his own and make his own name. 
because the easiest and most cowardice thing to do is to stay where you're at in a comfort zone because you don't want to find out if you can do it on your own. So you, you're, you'd rather live with that regret and just deal with the safety net of being there. And then when Andy Reid retires, they might cast you aside and go find somebody else. Now you go out and kick some ass if you develop your name to the point where now people look at you, Eric Bieniemy, the coach, maybe when Andy Reid steps down, they bring you back. You just never know. But you were never going to get there by staying where you're at. And Eric Bieniemy should be the example for all of us in life. If you want something, you need to go after it. Sometimes it's not going to be the best scenario. Sometimes you're not going to be in the best situation. But you've got to find a way to make it the best situation possible. Because others will be watching. Eric Bieniemy is my CuttersEdgePro.com MVP of the night. The MVP of the night is brought to you by CuttersEdgePro.com. Servicing HOAs, condominiums, townhomes, commercial properties, corporate parks, and malls throughout South Florida. CuttersEdgePro.com. Providing South Florida MVP performance every day of the year. Hey, yo. Ride, ride, ride. Yes, sir. Uh, Adam Schefter reporting. About 10 minutes ago, you were doing your MVP of the night, the Cutters Edge MVP of the night. Chargers defensive coordinator Ronaldo Hill is leaving L.A. to reunite with Miami defensive coordinator Vic Fangio and become the Dolphins' defensive pass game coordinator per source. Hill was Fangio's top target, and out of respect to his former boss, Chargers head coach Brandon Staley allowed his defensive coordinator to leave L.A. for Miami. Okay. All right. What's his name again? Ronaldo Hill? Yeah, I believe he was a cornerback with the Dolphins at one point. I remember, yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember Ronaldo Hill. I want to say Ronaldo Hill. Um, trying to remember the teams that he was on. Ronaldo Hill. Let's see if I can go off memory here. Can you pull it up? Ronaldo Hill? Okay, let me take some guesses here. Why am I thinking West Coast? Why am I thinking San Francisco? Did he play in San Francisco? No? Did Ronaldo Hill? There is a West Coast team, but it's not the 49ers. Arizona. There, Arizona was where it looks like he was drafted to or signed with. Okay. Arizona signed was the with. first team. Arizona was the first team. Did he play for the Raiders? The Oakland Raiders were his second team. Okay. Ronaldo Hill. Cowboys. No. No? I'll take one more guess. Trying to remember the the name with the jersey. I'm trying not to look down on the chat board because you bastards will guess it and you've been Googling it and stuff like that. So 
He has an East Coast team, doesn't he? No, actually, uh, Miami was his only East Coast team now that I think about it. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, now I'm done. So what are the teams? It was Denver was the other team. There was only one more team. It was Denver. He played with them yeah. after the Dolphins. And then coaching-wise, he went to Wyoming as a graduate assistant. Then he was elevated to corners back coach. Then he went to Pittsburgh, the Steelers, as a defensive backs coach. He was actually with the Dolphins as an assistant defensive I thought, I thought, backs coach. You know coach. what? I was going to say Pittsburgh. I thought maybe he played there as a as He a was there player. as a coach. He's been a coach with uh, the Dolphins in 2018. He was an assistant defensive backs coach. Then he went to Denver as a defensive back coach and then defensive coordinator of the Chargers 21 till present. So he's coaching what for Miami? The CBs? He's going to be, uh, it looks, no, it looks like he's just going to be the passing game coordinator. Passing game, okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. Defense I don't I don't know what. Defensive it, coordinator, okay. Well, yeah. Passing game defense coordinator, okay. I guess, yeah, I guess Fangio's going to kind of have a hierarchy below him a little bit where. Oh, of course, dude. Yeah, because, he's going to restructure that whole that whole they, coaching staff. Well, you know, he's going to bring in the guys he's comfortable with. Yeah, but can they yeah. do that? He was a defensive coordinator, and then he goes. Doesn't he have to do a lateral move in the NFL, or is that not? That doesn't matter anymore with the coaches. Uh, well, I, I think I think it's probably one of those where they his contract was up, and they let him. They let him like, you know, it was one of those professional courtesy things. Got you. Okay. You know what I mean? Like he he wants to leave. And, you know, maybe maybe it's up or he's got a year left and it's like, well, what are you going to do? Keep the guy there where he doesn't want to be there and he wants to go somewhere else. And so they let him go, you know, one of those things. So and maybe Brandon Staley Staley doesn't feel like he needs him that badly. You know, he is a defensive guy, so maybe he feels he can get it. So. All right. But hey, man. You, you got to figure, you know, Fangio's going to start structuring this defense to his liking and his people. All right. We'll take it. We'll take Ronaldo Hill. He was kind of an eh player, but that usually makes the better coaches. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, Bitcoin, is it, is it have we hit 25? Because we've been screwing around with it. Let me see. Let me see. 24,984. Damn. V chain is up almost 8%. It has blown past three cent now. It's got, uh, it's almost a, a third of another set moving up. Avalanche, been telling you guys about Avalanche for a while. Shot up over $21 today. Love it, bro. Love it. Chain link is over $8. Nice. I love it. Moving, baby, moving. Amp is up, so I know my man uh, Ben Albright is uh, really happy with Amp being up. Uh, let's see. There must be two Ronaldo Hills. I remember one from UF. Yeah, yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple. Is Madison still on the staff? Yes. Yeah, Sertan's the one that left. Sertan went to FSU. Madison stayed. Okay. David, uh, Big O, what's your opinion on the 21-year-old Anthony Edwards blasting NBA vets on load, man load management, how they how they should play through pain? What do you want me to tell you, dude? That's the whole league. It's a bunch of crap. It's a, The NBA is a disgrace in that sense. 
It's a, it's an insult to fans. It's or an incredible insult to season ticket holders. You're, you're not, you're not giving load management breaks to season ticket holders. Players are missing 20% of the season. Are you, are you taking 20% off the tickets? Just wondering, you're going to do that. You know, there's, there's no way that a season ticket holder can be satisfied in the NBA. No way. I mean, unless you're, you just don't care about the money. You're so rich that it doesn't affect you whatsoever having the tickets and you just care about having them so you can lock in your playoff tickets or something. like. I have no idea at this point, but you know, the NBA, the NBA regular season is a bigger joke now than it's ever been. Yeah. So it's what, what, what do you want me to tell you? You know what Anthony Edwards has been saying the rest of us have been talking about it, but they've convinced us, you know, that the load management stuff and all that, that they've convinced us that this and that, you got to do it or whatever. So, you know, whatever. Yes, sir. What do you think of uh, the coach Malone came out and said that was the worst basketball game in history? <laughs> the all-star oh, game the last All-Star night. Game? Yeah, and then oh, Jalen Brown I, even I, came out and said, that's not basketball. I, I, I could yeah, see no, NBA I, going to something I would I would be better off doing like three on three. Let them pick their own teams, and do miniature games, kind of like what hockey does, just to make it something. You know, like with with the NFL when they went to flag football, just pick a three on three and do a half court game with a tournament. Maybe six teams. Let them pick their own teams. Come in and I and say play USA and, versus the world, and you have a group of European and you know whatever South American and Central American players. Uh, against American players, and then you put up, you know, um, a, an insane amount of money for the winner. You know, what is it? Uh, let's say a million per person, whatever the what are the rosters hold 20. So 20 million on the line and 20 million to the winner and the loser gets nothing. And that's it. And they will all play hard. They'll play for pride. You know, the the international players will play for international basketball. The American players will play for the jingoistic red, white, and blue. And and then they'll all play for the one thing that they'll even go play for the Saudis in golf, money. They don't care about anything. They only care about money, right? Since that's what makes the world go around, money. So put $20 million down and make it the world versus the USA. That way you've got, you know, that whole us versus them crap. Uh, Fans will be jacked up about it because they are rooting for their Americans. You'll have um, uh, fans here in this country that are from other countries, and they may be representing other players on the international side. So you'll have some of that back and forth. Uh, I think it would uh, light up sports books all over the world, right, from both sides, because guys like Giannis are going to be on the international squad. I'm just saying. So do it that way. If you really want to do something, then and all this money is there, what's what's a million per player? It's nothing. What's 20 million to the NBA? And plus, you'll get a couple of sponsors behind it and you'll come up with the 20 million like it's nothing. 
There you go. That's how you do it. And then we'll see we'll see some real basketball. And they'll play. And they'll coach. And they'll actually work at it. But if not, you know, if you're going to do it for, you know, the exhibition that it is, well, then this is what you're going to get. That's why the NBA, the NHL, and NFL are garbage. The NFL should never have a real game. You hit enough in the regular season. It's too physical. And and the injury, the chances of injury are just absolutely enormous. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. Joel Curry is uh, reporting the contracts of four Philadelphia Eagle players void today. They are James Bradbury, linebacker TJ Edwards, defensive ta tackle Javon Hardgrave, and linebacker Kyle White. The respective dead money is, and bop, 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 whatever. Okay, so we shall see. We shall see. Uh, I'm, I'm glad we're going to get to the point now where we're going to start finding out who the hell is going to be available and who's not. Okay? Because, you know, you, you hear about things like what you're hearing now, but, you know, we need to see it really happen, and then we can kind of get a feel for, you know, who's really going to be actually, you know, happening. So uh, what happened to bragging rights? Yeah, they don't care about that anymore. That's why you got to do it for money. That's all. Uh, the NBA All-Star game should go back to the East versus West, but they don't play. They don't play. They don't try. So, you know, why can't, I, why can't they not play 10 minutes on load management games so the fans will get to pay? Yeah, because then you're really not resting. Because you got to warm up and whatever treatment, and then you got to play, and then you got to get more treatment after that, and so it's a it's a whole process of it all. That's kind of the way they they look at it. Uh, what did you think of uh, this year NBA showing the All Star Draft instead of just doing it like a week before the game? I I don't care about any of that, Frankie. I don't give a shit about no draft. I don't care about the All-Star game. It's all garbage to me. Did not watch one second of it. I told you, all I watched was the three-point contest condensed on YouTube, which was down to like nine, ten minutes. You saw the whole thing just like that. By the way, Carl Malone was a brutal scorer. And the uh, who was the girl that was, uh, that was um, scoring? Um, she ripped off the McClung kid on one of them that everybody did a 50 and she did a 49 on one of them. I was like, come on, man, give the kid the 50. But uh, that's all I watched is the three point contest, the, the dunk contest. And then I saw the Metcalf stuff. Sean, did you see the Metcalf video? You saw that? If you guys have not yeah. seen this, I used to be able to do that. I got to tell you, bro, DK Metcalf, okay? Is this it right here? Um, I think this is it. Yes, this is it right here. Okay, so this is DK Metcalf, okay? 
So now he tells him to throw it up high. You got to check this shit out. I mean, this is sick. You saw, you see how high he jumped? I'll show you again. Watch this shit. Are you kidding me? Look where it says switch. His The bottom of his feet are right by the H. And it's like right here. Look at that shit. I mean, that's sick. Throw it up. Throw it up. Look at that. <laughs> My Lord. Boom. And he had, uh, he, he was uh, tearing it up on the, um, on the celebrity game. I didn't watch it, but I saw the dunk highlights and all that stuff. But look at that, dude. Look how high he skies. What defensive back is going to stay with that? Like, that's impossible. And then, after the NFL got a whiff of that, well, then they reached out to DK Metcalf and they told them good morning this is Brian Keller on behalf of the NFL you've been selected for PES policy collection tomorrow February 20th please contact me as soon as possible so that we may be able to arrange a time and a place to meet tomorrow <laughs> Oh, the second he does that, the NFL looked at it and said, piss test that man. Did you see that? He's an alien. My Lord. Wow. Now, listen, we say this, right? And yet we see on videos all the time, these guys that are working out and from flat-footed, this is this was different. This is a different leap than the one we're talking about. I'm about to talk about. You see the guys that leap off two feet and they jump on something that's like five foot, six foot tall, and you're like, oh, how did he do that? So this happens all the time. There's a lot of people that not a lot of people, but I've seen quite a few of these athletes do that. So if you think about it, you know, but my God, when you notice how high that man is. You know how big he is, okay? Now, that's the other thing. This is not like a skinny guy that is getting a lot of lift and, you know, he doesn't have a lot of weight, so he's able to lift. No, this is a big, thick human being that is leaping up like five feet in the air and then extending another 6'2 to catch a football. So you're, you're talking about he is – what, five up in the air, let's say six, what is he, six, two, six, three or something? So you're now 11 feet over, plus your arms extended another two feet. He's like 13 feet up in the air catching that ball. You know? Wow. So it, it was just, it's crazy, dude. Crazy. 
CrossFit box jumps. Oh, try it one day and uh, do a live with us. Yeah, you just want me to die. Uh, let's see. Very polite, those drug testers. At least the man said good morning. <laughs> oh, man. The, the NFL said, wow, that's not normal. Drug test him. He's, he's got to be on something. It's just athletes are better and better and better and better as time goes on because the supplements, the training, the medicine, it's all so much more advanced than it ever was. And this is why you can see, you know, athletes get accomplished just freakish things that you've never seen before in your entire life. You know? It's like watching the before and after with EJD Construction and Eric and the great people there at 305-433-4843. And listen, whether you want to make an observation deck at your home, whether you need to upgrade your roof because you've got the insurance companies saying, yeah, we're not renewing your hurricane policy until the roof is upgraded to new standards. Whatever it is you're doing. Uh, remediating your house, which we have a listener that had a fire in their home and they're gutting it all out and they had to remediate it and they did that and did a fantastic job. Whatever it is, you need to build an extra room in your home. You need to build a second floor. Uh, we're talking about custom home construction and major home remodeling. You want to gut that kitchen out and modernize it, right? You want to do something in the backyard, like one of our listeners that put out a, a, a big old hut that has a full kitchen, a barbecue with a grease trap. Okay. The grease trap was just like the, the biggest, like it was so cool <laughs> to make a grease trap with it all. That's like, that's genius. That's like professional. Okay. Like you, that like that dude is doing some serious cooking out there that he needs a grease trap. That is just absolutely awesome. But anyway, I, I'm, I'm telling you, whatever the custom home construction you're looking for, EJD construction can do it for you. 305-433-4843, Dade and Broward County. Make sure you tell them that Big O sent you. Call Eric, 305-433-4843.